I suppose I should talk about beauty. A film by Netflix. Since this is a Netflix podcast, so I'm assuming you know that we're talking about films and cartoons and animation, mangas, whatever terminology you prefer. TV series, streaming series, it doesn't really matter the terminology you feel comfortable with. The fact of the matter is we're talking Netflix related things and today we're talking about beauty. Now, at first glance, interesting. The cover is a gorgeous black queen. I'm saying queen because he's black, I don't know. It's a gorgeous black female. And when you read the information, it's about a young black woman in the 1980s struggling to find her voice and identity in a society that wants people to behave, act a certain way before this LBGTQ community became a trend. It was tough back then. So this young lady happens to be part of that organization, society, community, whatever terminology feels most comfortable, of the LBGTQ community. And she happens to be a lesbian. So it seems. I'm confused. Well, towards the end, it seems she's growing out of it. Or finding another man attractive. Does it mean she's becoming bi? Or is she losing herself altogether to please the man by consuming herself in what society deems normal, just, and acceptable? That remains to be seen. Now, at first glance, this movie is utter disappointment. What what do you mean, Reese? How is it utter disappointment, Mr. Reese? I will tell you. It's not a disappointment because it's given the pretense of a musical. That's what it gives me, the pretense of a musical at first glance. But, ironically, the lead protagonist or the lead star never utters a word in song the entirety of the film. Now, we're learning and reading and we're watching about, um, I mean, reading, I'm talking about reading the bio, the bio or the film description. That's pasted right there on your Netflix. Before you even read, watch a film, watch the trailer, there will always be description. I'm talking about that. It gives you the pretense that we're going to see some powerful and hear some powerful vocal cords at work. And sadly, that never happens. The director somehow found a way to mute and have a, some sort of narrator in the background when this protagonist, singer, world star, future star, Opens her mouth in song. Seems like her soothing voice is de- is denied the audience to bask in it, to marvel in it, to glide in song and in harmony. We are we seem to be denied that opportunity. But why, you ask me? I, I will tell you. I don't know what the fucking director was thinking. Maybe this is a new form of entertainment. All oh, the lead protagonist cannot sing for shit. And somehow she won the role because of her acting skills and her beauty. And I will not deny that. She has incredible acting skills and she is indeed gorgeous. But I would have loved to hear her sing. Now, of course, in the film, the mother also is a singer. And she brags about how great she was and how, how the music industry swallowed her. And sadly, even her, we do not hear her voice. Quite sad indeed. 
Now, we do hear some sort of melodic voice when uh, the lead protagonist, Beauty herself, name title, namesake of the film, sings in a choir. But it's no stand-alone performance. It doesn't give you those goosebumps when you hear Beyonce or, 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 or Rihanna or Adele when they, or Celine Dion, Maria Kelly, when they sing, the crowd seems to disappear into the soothing voice of these terrific, marvelous, amazing, breathtaking singers. Now, could have they found another actress? Perhaps. Maybe this was the intention of the director and the writers, not to make us dwell much on her singing, but more on the story. The story at hand is a father pushes his daughter to sign a record deal. She seems a little bit uncomfortable with whether the deal could be lucrative, but we all know when it comes to music record deals, they always some way, somehow fuck the artist, especially when no lawyer is present. If the lawyer is from the record label, they are probably fucking. But if your father and the lady, your agent, whatever she is, seems to be uncomfortable with you getting a lawyer, the deal is probably shit. And if your father is pushing enough to beat that crap out of you or threaten to beat you, the deal is probably shit. Anyway, the, the father of beauty is played by one of my favorite actors. But ironically, I do not know his actual damn name without reading it off. And for that, I will not bother myself doing that. I will simply say he's renowned for performances. When I first discovered his brilliance on shows like Better Call Sal, and of course as my favorite character, Moff Gideon in the Mandalorian series from Star Wars. It's a spin-off from Star Wars, The Mandalorian, where he played a character called Moff Gideon, where he was spectacular. And I'm assuming he'll be back next season and he will be spectacular. But that's not let's not talk about the Mandalorian. This is a Netflix show. We will talk about Netflix. Now, besides the show being about uh, how artists have to pretend to be something they're not in order for society to accept them. Now, whether that's because of the record labels or it's the music business itself, I do not know. I have not been part of that, but I've watched with scrutiny and impunity stars, documentaries, the likes of Britney Spears, how the music industry devoured her, made her lose her sense of purpose, a sense of being who she is as a human being. So with that being said, don't be, don't become a fucking musician. If you're going to be a musician, be an independent artist. But we're talking about the 1980s, Mr. Reese. Okay, 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 okay. In that time, you could not be fucking independent even if you dreamt about it. It would be hard. You would make money. But not like all the big stars that are getting all the radio spins. So, overall, would I recommend someone to watch this film? Possibly. Possibly not. For the music, fuck no. Don't listen to it. Don't listen to it. Of course, they will, I will say that they did have some classical songs from when Beauty was apparently mass m memorizing or learning techniques from other famous singers, Aretha Flankrens and everybody else in there. Perhaps you could say there's music. But besides that, there isn't a single tune of music sung 
hipped, danced, the whole shebang. Of course, there are scenes where they try to attempt to teach her how to dance. Apparently, artists need to learn how to bloody dance. What happened to backup dancers? And why are they called backup dancers if the artist itself cannot dance to the slightest compared to the dancers? Quite odd. Anyway, without wasting any dull moment, Beauty, Netflix film. Watch it, don't watch it. At this very given moment, I don't really give a rat's ass. But personally, I wouldn't waste a goddamn minute watching that piece of garbage. But if I remove all the music aspect of it, it's quite incredible. So I say watch it. <laughs> Rather mixed review. Really mixed. Anyway, thank you for listening to yet another episode of the Let's Netflix and Chill podcast. I am your host, Reese Shanson. Remember to support this podcast on Patreon. I'll leave the link in the description as always. If you enjoyed this episode, check out our previous episodes. You will enjoy this. Anyway, thank you and good riddance.